Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horniman, aka the Thyroid Fixer. Also, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health-related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. Remember, I fix your thyroid, I fix your hormones, I fix your life. So let's get started. All right, we're going to talk about thyroid glandulars today because I've I've heard your questions, I've seen your questions. What are they? How can you use them? Should you use them? So let's break all of that down. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. First of all, when we're talking about glandulars, you know, what are they? So they are over-the-counter supplements that are dried up organs of usually a cow. So we take the, in the case of thyroid glandular, we take the cow's thyroid, we dry it out, and we put it into a little capsule that you can then take. Now, you're going to say, doesn't that sound like armor? Isn't that what armor is? It's naturally desiccated thyroid. Yes, it is. But here's the thing with supplements. Thyroid glandular supplements are the thyroid gland dried up from the cow. But T3 and T4 are removed, or rather they are supposed to be removed. So in the U.S., thyroid glandular supplements legally cannot contain the active thyroid hormones, T4 and T3, whereas the medication, armor, NP, that is a dried up thyroid gland of a cow, but it does contain or should contain T4 and T3. Now, here's the thing. We can't be 100% sure when we're taking a thyroid glandular supplement, that that T4 and T3 has been removed. There's actually no way to tell because when you dry up a thyroid gland, naturally that's going to have some naturally occurring thyroid hormone in it because it's there, right? It's it's in the thyroid gland. I don't really see manufacturers sitting there picking out T4 and T3 because it literally can't be done. So when we take the thyroid gland and we dry it out from a cow, you are naturally going to get some kind of spillover of T4 and T3. And I have seen this in practice many, many years ago when I was working with my mentor and he had a huge supplement shop. There was one supplement in particular that I remember using. I thought this thing was magic. I remember using it with patients specifically those that were stuck on T4 
and you hear me talk about that all the time, T4 only never, ever, ever works. And if you're listening to this and you're on T4 only and you are a fit, healthy, not fatigued, luxurious hair rock star, good for you. Contact me because you're like a specimen I want to study. But 99.9% of the time, T4 only doesn't work. So I would use this thyroid glandular supplement with patients and I would see improvements. I would see improvements in their symptoms. I would see improvements in their numbers. And honestly, back then, I mean, we're talking 15, 20 years ago, I was convinced that this supplement had a little bit of T4 and T3 in it because that T4 only patient was thriving with this supplement. It had to have number one, pushed T4 to T3 conversion, which when we look at the mechanism of thyroid glandulars and how it they support the thyroid function, your thyroid function, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense that that would come in and actually help support T4 to T3 conversion 100%. And I would see literal movements in free T3 numbers. So yes, that can occur from assisting with the conversion of T4 to T3. And that can also come if she was getting, if that patient was getting a little bit of T3 in the thyroid glandular supplement, which personally I was convinced that there was. Now, when we break it down, if a thyroid glandular does contain a little bit of T4 and T3, it's going to be in such a tiny, minuscule amount that it's only going to help support the thyroid gland. Now, can there be some shady manufacturers out there that literally add T4 and T3 to it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you go with a reputable brand, you're not buying on Amazon, then you are, you're safe in knowing that that particular company, like I'll speak for myself, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to crush up T4 and T3 and put it in your thyroid glandular. I got time and I'm not going to do that for, you know, legal ramifications or anything. It's not that important. I would rather treat your thyroid and actually get you on T4 and T3 and optimize you that way. But let's say you're not my patient and you're like, I'm really struggling here. And I really want to optimize my thyroid and get rid of these damn symptoms. Okay, well, then this might be a tool to put in to see if it helps you. When we're looking at thyroid glandulars, there's one study really interesting because most of the time when you're looking at research papers, you're not really seeing a lot of supplementation being involved in the actual study. So this was a case study. And it took a woman on, a 49-year-old woman on T4 only. And added thyroid glandular, adrenal glandular, and iodine. And what they found was when she added in these supplements, support supplements, and discontinued her use of Synthroid, her symptoms and even the comorbidities that she was experiencing diminished, were pretty much eliminated. So we're talking about joint pain, fatigue, hair loss, high lipids, irregular cycles. I mean, she had everything under the sun in terms of hypothyroid symptoms. Do any of those sound familiar to you? And they were all reduced or eliminated by using thyroid glandulars, iodine, and an adrenal glandular. 
Now, what this study actually broke down and showed, and they kind of dove in a little bit more into why the adrenal glandular helped her as well, because we know that when your adrenals are tanked, that that T4 to T3 conversion in the peripheral tissues will go down. So if you're not producing enough cortisol to support your, your HPA access, then the HPT access will become compromised. And the stress of your body trying to stimulate production of cortisol, that's going to reduce that T4 to T3 conversion. And it's going to increase conversion to reverse T3, which we know high reverse T3 is a huge problem because then any T3 that you are taking or making is not getting to the cell. And T3 being the active thyroid hormone, we need that to get to the cell to eliminate your symptoms, to help with weight loss and fatigue and joint pain and hair loss and all the things. So when she was taking, when she added in the adrenal glandular, that ended up helping her HPA access. And then she was converting her T4, even off Synthroid, her natural production of T4. She was converting that over to T3. It was getting to the cells. Her reverse T3 stayed low and she was able to reduce the symptoms. So when we lower the reverse T3, we also give the body the ability to create more ATP. And ATP, we talk about this with thyroid fixer, how it works at the mitochondria level, produces more ATP. More ATP is going to reduce your symptoms of fatigue, muscle pain. It's going to improve your immune response and it's going to help you lose weight. So we can see how this is all tied together. So this one was taking a thyroid glandular, adrenal glandular, and iodine. It was, and I'm trying to see the exact amount of time, it was six weeks after treatment. So here's what happened. She comes in, she's presenting with all of these symptoms of hypothyroidism, everything. Alopecia, edema, swelling of her legs, the whole bloating, acid reflux, the whole thing. Everything that sounds familiar to you. After four weeks of being treated with, here we go, Synthroid, and with an ultrasound that showed a severely enlarged goiter, she was presenting with all the same symptoms, meaning eh, that Synthroid didn't work. Shocker, right? Shocker. She was also being treated for adrenal insufficiency. She was given hydrocortisone, and that did not help either with her combination of T4 only and all of her symptoms. The hydrocortisone did not work to eliminate symptoms. So now we have six weeks, six weeks go by, she's getting worse. So she decides, forget the T4, we're going to add in iodine and a thyroid glandular. So she just started with the thyroid glandular. She didn't even add in the adrenal glandular yet. After six weeks, she found that eliminating the T4 had absolutely helped with all of her symptoms. Adding in the thyroid glandular and the adrenal glandular that came later absolutely helped with all of her symptoms. At the time, the authors hypothesized that she was suffering from an alteration in the HPA axis. So that's where the adrenal glandular came in. And the adrenal glandulars work very similarly to the thyroid glandular. It's all about support. 
It's all about support. And the reason why I like, side note, the reason why I like adrenal glandulars better than some kind of adrenal adaptogen, like many of you are tossing in the ashwagandha, the licorice root, the rhodiola, and not that there's anything majorly wrong with that, but what I find, number one, is that ashwagandha tends to, now I know you, again, you might be listening to this, you're like, ashwagandha saved my life. Ashwagandha tends to work better in males, and it also tends to push up your cortisol a little bit. So the reason why I like people to be really careful with this is because when you are using ashwagandha and you push up cortisol, do you know that you have low cortisol? Or are you just tossing this in because you read it on a forum or heard it in a Facebook group that some lady is taking ashwagandha and it saved her life and she lost weight. And so you decide to run out and buy it and put it in. You don't even know what your adrenal function is like. Did you do a four-point saliva cortisol panel to see what your adrenal function is like? Is it high all day? Is it low all day? Are you bottomed out? Do you have a reverse curve? So if you're high, if you're pumping out a lot of cortisol in response to an acute stress and you take something like licorice root or ashwagandha, it can push that cortisol even higher. Now, what do we know about high cortisol? High cortisol will push up glucose. It will create insulin resistance. It will create inflammation. And that alone will impair T4 to T3 conversion. So it's just as bad to have high cortisol as it is to have low cortisol. That's why I like to use adrenal glandulars when we're working with healing the adrenal gland or when someone thinks that they you know, have been under a lot of stress or they are under a lot of stress currently. I much prefer support than rolling the dice with an adrenal supplement that we don't know for sure is it going to raise or lower your adrenal function. I don't like to roll that dice. Now, if someone does have flatlined low adrenal function, low cortisol, it is low, 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 low all across the board all day long, which I very rarely see. I've only seen this a couple of times in patients that have been under serious stress. I mean, one woman lost her son in a tragic car accident and got a divorce and moved all in the same year. That level of stress is enough to completely tank the adrenals and flatline them. In that case, we might have to use hydrocortisone. Now, I don't know what this case study, the 49-year-old woman in this case study, I don't know what her saliva cortisol panel looked like. They don't put it in here. So maybe she needed a little bit of hydrocortisone to bump up her cortisol production, or maybe she needed Paul Robinson's circadian T3 method. And she would have really done very well with a little bit of T3 because she was on T4 only. But apparently the adrenal glandular worked just fine for her because all of her symptoms were eliminated. So the adrenal glandular, the thyroid glandular and iodine conclusion eliminated this woman's symptoms, complete resolution of the patient's mixed hyperlipidemia. And it does state that further studies should be performed to see if maybe treating the HPA access is a viable Treatment, maybe treating with thyroid glandulars can take the place of thyroid medication, especially when someone's on T4 only. It could, it absolutely could. But we always have to be careful when we're adding them in. So I know this sounds like a round and round kind of conversation, but the bottom line is when you ask, do thyroid glandulars contain T4 and T3? The answer is maybe. 
We really don't know. But if you're getting them from a quality source, a supplement company that you know, i.e. the fixer line, or any large supplement company that you know is family owned and operated and hasn't sold out to Big Pharma or Nestle, which many of them have, then you can be certain that that is a high quality glandular, thyroid or adrenal. That's going to eliminate any issues with what they feed the cows. It's all about these happy cows grazing in a pasture somewhere and not locked up in some kind of barn with their head in a vice eating hay all day. When you add in a thyroid glandular, when you add in an adrenal glandular, monitor your symptoms, do one at a time and see if you get gradual improvement of your symptoms. Now, if you don't have a thyroid, let's say you had radioactive iodine or you had total thyroid removal, you don't have a thyroid gland. Should you take thyroid glandulars? No, you might benefit from adrenal glandulars, but why take a thyroid glandular if you don't have a thyroid? To my knowledge and in my research, it's not going to help. You can take T2. I have that sheet out of when you want to add in T2. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't have a thyroid gland and you are doing nothing but adding back in thyroid hormones, T4 and T3 from medication sources, then absolutely 100% add in T2, but you don't need to add in a thyroid glandular. You might want to add in an adrenal glandular if you're under large amounts of stress. If you have that feeling of wigged out, anxious, or you just can't get going in the morning, you can't focus, you can't concentrate. Yeah, that sounds a lot like a thyroid problem, but you also may need a little bit of adrenal support. If you get a second wind at night, your cortisol is off. If you can't deal with stress, your adrenals are off. You may benefit from an adrenal glandular. Not ashwagandha, not an adaptogen. In fact, I would rather call adrenal glandulars adaptogens because I think that they help the body adapt more and the adrenal glands adapt to where they should be, adapt to the environment of stress that the person is under and balance out that cortisol curve. I think adrenal glandulars work much, much better than throwing all those adaptogens in and not knowing what the hell they're going to do. Okay, so let's conclude this. I do believe that thyroid glandulars have the potential to really support thyroid function in, in a multitude of thyroid patients. If you start taking it and you get a little bit amped up, you go a little bit hyper, then stop. Go slower, reduce your dose, take one every other day and see if long-term support will help. But when you're taking any supplement, if you get worse, you want to reduce the dose or eliminate it completely because don't, we don't want you taking something that makes you feel worse. But nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, you're going to feel better. When you're taking the adrenal glandular, monitor how you feel. You should feel like you, over time, can handle stress better. Maybe you notice that your thyroid symptoms improve, your hypothyroid symptoms improve because you're supporting that HPA axis. And remember, when the adrenals are off, too high, too low cortisol, 
T4 to T3 conversion is impaired, reverse T3 goes up. So by taking the adrenal glandular, you might notice that your hypothyroid symptoms improve because you're reducing that reverse T3 by balancing out the cortisol. You're not pushing it up when it's up. You're not dropping it low when it's low. You're balancing it by using the glandular for support. I will leave you with this. When the question comes up, do thyroid glandulars contain T4 and T3? Please remember that the answer is maybe. Please picture a little guy sitting there picking out T4 and T3 molecules. Can that happen? No, that can't happen. So some thyroid glandulars will contain trace amounts of thyroid hormone because we're literally grinding up, drying out a cow thyroid gland and we can't pick out the T4 and T3. We're not going to add to it, reputable company, not going to crush up T4 and T3 and add to it, but it may naturally contain a little bit of T4 and T3. Adrenal glandulars should not contain cortisol or hydrocortisone, but again, the adrenal glands produce cortisol. So if we do take an adrenal glandular, is it possible that there's a little sprinkling in there? It's possible. Again, do you have a guy picking up molecules of cortisol and hydrocortisone? No. Well, there's no little guy doing this anywhere. Anywhere. I don't care what Sullivan Company it is. It's not happening. It's not feasible. So can there be some active ingredient in there just because it is naturally in that organ of the cow? Yeah, could be. You have to be a savvy consumer and an educated patient. When you try anything, pay attention to your body, tune into your body to see if that particular supplement that you're taking improves your symptoms. You are the best patient advocate there is. You know your body better than anyone. Listen to your body. You know when you're hypo. You know when your doctor's not listening to you and you're going in with all the symptoms. You know how bad you feel on T4 only. So you will notice small changes really tune into your body. You will notice those small changes when you add in any supplement. But let's say you decide to try a thyroid glandular. Do one at a time and pay attention. Pay attention to your symptoms. Give it time. There's no supplement in the world that works just like that in a, in a split second. It's not going to work in a day. It's not going to work in a week. You have to give it time. And let me side note this before I let you go. You also have to be doing all the things. So I'm going to quickly reference a comment that I saw on my Girl Fix Your Thyroid Facebook page, which you're all welcome to join. And it was a person that was taking thyroid fixer and she said she didn't, she hasn't lost weight yet. And we had other people chiming in like, well, I lost weight. I lost weight. But here's the thing. You're not just going to take a supplement, even the best one at increasing basal metabolic rate, like thyroid fixer. You're not going to take that. I know that was a shameless plug, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry. You're not going to take that and notice immediate weight loss. If again, you're over here eating McDonald's and sheets, or you think that you're eating well, and you're only taking in 50 grams of protein, you're taking in way too many carbohydrates, you're snacking on protein bars, you're doing those ready to drink protein shakes that are way protein. You're sneaking in the Ritz crackers. You're not lifting heavy shit. 
You have low testosterone that you're not addressing, your doctor's not addressing. You have no estrogen or your estrogen dominant. Nobody's paying attention to that. You're not sleeping deeply because your progesterone's in the tank. You're insulin resistant. You're not addressing that. Oh, and by the way, you're on T4 only and your free T3 is in the toilet. That's going to take a long time on thyroid fixer to help overcome all of those lifestyle factors. T2 works, thyroid glandulars, adrenal glandulars, supplements will work when you're doing all the things. When you're eating correctly, when you change your lifestyle, when you get deep sleep, when you lift heavy shit, when you work with a knowledgeable practitioner that will help you balance your thyroid and hormones, now you add in these supplements and bam, oh my God, everything improves. It's like magic, but you have to be doing all the things. Okay, we went over a lot today. I kind of bounced around a little bit. So thanks for hanging in there with me. Quick summary, once again, thyroid glandular, adrenal glandular, add them in, pay attention to your body. If you're going to add in T2, that's fine. Make sure you're doing all the lifestyle things. Re-listen to this because we went over a lot of information and we will have links to everything we talked about today in the show notes, of course. So again, if you try thyroid glandular by the fixer, if you try adrenal glandular by the fixer, if you try thyroid fixer with T2, go over to Girl Fix Your Thyroid Group, post in there, ask me questions, let me know how you're doing, write a review, scream it to the world if you improve, because we want to know, I want to know. I want to know how you're doing. I really do. So I want you part of my community so you can actually chime in and tell me and give me feedback. That link is in the show notes as well. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.